quick save club. This is the Torchlight 2 episode. We're finally getting to it. Good Lord, yeah. Jeez almighty. Two of us are here. Uh, Josh uh, got roped into working in the last minute, but we had to do this show at some point. We've delayed it far too long already, so screw it. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Dang uh, we'll it. We'll go through the, the whole usual ramble at the start because I just don't feel like it. And, what do you mean? What what ramble? Well, you know, like the Quick Save Club, spinoff, Cartridge Club, all that don't stuff. Don't you put that in at post when you edit it, though? No. I'm the only one who does it live, I thought. No, we've been doing it, like, since we've done the StreamYard thing, we've been just doing it live. Okay. Should we at least go over our, our uh, updated schedule since everything got thrown I got off? I got it all in the outline. Did, okay. did you, did you yeah, see the outline? Yeah, I see it, and it's one of the first things on the outline. Okay, so okay. let's do it. Twi- Twitter, go to our Twitter, QuickSaveClub, at yes. QuickSaveClub. Uh, Check yes. us out over there. I'm pretty sure Josh is looking at that once in a while. So. Yes. yes. Uh, we're also on the Discord, bit.ly forward slash QuickSaveClub. We answer all sort of PC game. And Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to pause you for a second. <laughs> Why? I can keep going. Uh, you can just mute your mic. Hello? We're live. You better mute your mic. Hey. Hey. Okay, I'll mute you. I can do that. I can mute him. I got the power over here. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, okay. Go over and check out our Discord where we talk about PC games and PC gaming related things, but we also talk about just regular PC stuff. Like someone the other day was, uh, I think it was our good friend. I got it right here. Let me take a look. It was our good friend, uh, Captain. Is it Captain? Wait, I can do this. Yeah, it was Sky Captain. He was looking for how to record off of uh, your PC, like record the audio off of your PC. So people were helping him out there. So that's the kind of stuff you'll get over in our Discord. Uh, you can go check us out at the forums on www.cartridgeclub.org. I'm pretty sure Josh is checking that as well. I, I honestly haven't been on the forums in a very long time. Uh, reminder to check out our sister podcasts. Uh, they are also, they will be playing some games in February. Uh, so they, uh, Cartridge Club is playing the Ghostbusters, the video game. Here's Ryan. He's back. Let me put him back. There we go. And you can unmute yourself. There you are. There you Everything go. okay? Everything good? Yeah, it was work. Something. Oh. Work <laughs> I had, was supposed to come in today, and so one of my coworkers was going to finish it for me. It was just like one product or something. And uh, he didn't know where to put it, so he had to call and ask where to put it. So it yeah. literally was something where it wasn't worth me going into, and my coworker's like, well, if it comes in, I'll just put it out there for you. And so, you know. Anyway, sorry. Fire put out. That's what Ryan does. He puts out fires. I think Torchlight 2 is a cursed uh, oh, it absolutely is. We like we were supposed to do this what in October? Yeah. <laughs> like the last, the last Quick Save Club episode was in October. Over with as quickly as possible. Yeah. So that's why I'm just going forward, man. All I, right. Whatever All obstacle right. comes away, I'm just I'm I'm going. All right. Awesome. Uh, Cartridge Club is playing Ghostbusters the video game next month in February. So awesome. Get ready for that. I think uh, I think it'll, the guests will be myself and Richard. So we'll have some Fandango happening there on that. Go. So it'll be good times. Uh, Arfgen is playing a plethora of those Disney games for the NES. They're playing DuckTales, 
Chippendales Rescue Rangers and the Little Mermaid. So mm. check that out. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we've adjusted our schedule. Uh, it has been changing around quite a bit lately and all that. Um, I guess the big announcement for us. I was I was gonna wait for season two or season three to start before doing this, but we might as well just jump into it in 2021. We're going back to the uh, monthly uh, format. It seems like uh, the every game, every two months, we kind of lose momentum a little bit. Um, so the quick save, uh, quick, I guess, save point. Yeah. Save point. I guess that's kind of retired a little bit. We might bring it back once in a while. Like if, um, if a big game comes along that requires maybe a two month, then we, yeah. you know, like if it's a big RPG or something that requires a little extra time to be put into it, yeah. Uh, then, then yeah, we'd probably bring back it for those situations. But like I said, like we have like games like uh, when we Crystal Caves coming up that literally. Oh, don't spoil it. Oh, yeah, I haven't said it yet. I had to leave the room in a minute. <laughs> well, the idea is that we'll do. We'll try to balance it with a you know a heavy game. A with, a, with a lighter game. Yeah, something like that. So this month, Torchlight 2, wrapping that up. Next month, we'll be wrapping up our racing games, which we've been, which we've been playing for a while. In March, we'll be talking about uh, mods, and we'll uh, just any old game uh, with a mod in it, any of your favorite mods and that. Um, then in April, that will be the beginning of uh, Season 3. We are playing Shadow Warrior. In May, we'll be playing Crystal Caves. Mm-hmm. And in June... We'll be playing FTL, faster than light. Mm. That's our lineup so far. Yeah. So get excited, get hyped for that. Yeah. So in our uh, outline, because I I did this uh, thirty minutes ago, and things <laughs> changed in the last thirty minutes. It says all of our hosts are present, but they're they're not. They're so not. it's just uh, Ryan and myself, Kevin, Barry on Mars, and we're gonna talk about Torchlight too. So let's get into it. So you got it open there? You want to start us off? Yes. On, uh... You want to just read the description of it? Oh, go for it. Torchlight 2 is an action role-playing dungeon crawler video game developed by Runic Games, released by my, uh, for Microsoft Windows on September 20th, 2012. It is a sequel to Torchlight, and it features peer two peer multiplayer support and extended modding capabilities. Ports to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One were released on September 3rd, 2019, and were developed by Panic Button. Torchlight 2 takes place in a fantasy world where the player characters can be any four classes, each with different skills and abilities. The plot starts with the destruction of the town of Torchlight at the hands of the alchemists from the first game, and has a character following the trail of destruction left by the alchemist Wake as he searches for a cure for his illness, which has driven him insane. The sequel is the first. The sequel to the first game was originally going to be an MMORPG. However, Torchlight 2 was released with both single player and multiplayer support. As the company felt they could release this much faster than a planned MMO, the game received mostly positive reviews from critics. A sequel, Torchlight 3, was released in 2020. However, that was not made by Runic. No, just throwing and, that in there. And I gotta say, I'm happy that they made Torchlight 2 and not an MM. ORPG because I can't stand those. I can't. I've never gotten into a single one of them. Me I've, neither. I've tried. I've tried yeah. numerous ones, but I never really got into them. And, and, and I was I was actually cleaning up my computer the other day, and I found some old like 
MMOs that I tried getting into, like two world, not two worlds, but something like that. Like, like my brother-in-law tried to get me into it. I'm like, why is this still on my computer? I must delete this. I haven't played this in forever, but it's just like, I, I play through the opening tutorial level. Yeah. Mess around a bit and then completely throw it aside. I mean, I've tried um, Star Trek online. I got that dirt cheap, you know, back when they used to have physical games still. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried the, they had a free weekend for the Elder Scrolls online. I tried that out. I just can't get into it. You're sitting there and you're playing, you know, an Elder Scrolls game and there's other people just running around and it kind of takes me out of it. You know, I'm trying to get into the immerse myself into this world and it's other people just running around doing the same thing. It's just odd to me. So I never got into it. Okay. Enough about that. Fun facts. Uh, Though the original Torchlight received positive reviews, the game's lack of any multiplayer modes was a near-universal criticism by critics and fans alike. In August 2010, Runic announced that they were developing Torchlight 2, a sequel which was conceived as a way to give the series multiplayer support. Unlike its predecessor, Torchlight 2 features cinematic sequences, which are produced by Klee Entertainment. I think that's right. Yeah, the developers of Don't Starve, Eats, and Shank. I know Shank. I don't know Eats, but I do know what's Eats. I don't, I don't know, know Eats. I, don't I know. know I know Don't Starve. I know Shank. Yeah. Eats. I don't know. I never heard yeah. of them. Fun fact, uh, at least for me personally, I used to have a channel trailer. It's I don't have it up there anymore. I think I still have that the trailer for um, uh, this podcast on my thing now. But my channel trailer, the very opening scene is like the uh, opening cinematic to Torchlight Two because I enjoyed it too much. <laughs> it's a good one. And I and I had uh, and I had like some dubstep in the background. It was showing a bunch <laughs> of stuff. But the first thing you saw was like the opening scene of Torchlight getting destroyed uh but yeah i really like the little cinematic stuff in there i like how it yeah well we'll get to well, we'll get into it let's do the final fun fact yeah, before we get into fact. the game torchlight 2 received favorable reviews on aggregate review website metacritic the game attains an overall score of 88 out of 100 based on reviews from 67 professional critics the game sold over 1 million copies in 2012 and as of 2015 which was Six years ago now, <laughs> the game has sold almost three million copies. I bet you it has sold way more than that since it's been ported to all the consoles. This is this is what makes me sad that Runic closed its doors. Yeah. It, it's like, it's such a popular game, plus the modding community and everything else. It's like, ah, but... Well, it, it's, I guess it was Hob that really screwed them over right that was the next game that they made it didn't yeah, sell that well and it didn't sell very well okay I, no. I knew in the speed running community it was kind of a popular game but really I, you know i i tried playing it and i was enjoying it a little bit but it just there was nothing yeah. like it just didn't keep me invested to keep playing See, that's my problem i didn't i didn't buy the game i just kept playing torchlight 2 instead that was it i don't i don't even know if i bought it i think i might have Got it for free. I think it was one of the Epic games for free. See, it might have been a thing, and this happens sometimes with developers, is, you know, they were known for Torchlight and Torchlight 2, and then they stray and try to do something different, but the fans from their other games don't follow as much, and sometimes that kind of bites them. Like, some developers, they can get away with that, but... You know, I feel like Torchlight was one of those things where it had such a fan base, and then when they went off and did a game that's so different from it, 
like they didn't quite get the runoff from the Torchlight 2 fans. Yeah, I don't I think the developers that can get away with it are the ones that their name is bigger than the game yeah, itself. Their name is bigger. Like Rockstar has a I don't know if it's bigger than Grand Theft Auto, but a lot of people know Rockstar. Um Blizzard, you know, Blizzard is bigger than any of their games. Um and I don't think Runic Games is on that level. Yeah. And we, I guess we should mention too it wasn't in the I didn't see it anywhere, but Runic Games was uh, uh, from the developers of uh, like some people who worked on the Diablo, Diablo series, mm-hmm. and then they went. They wanted to make another Diablo game. Blizzard was I don't know. The, Diablo three was in limbo for That's for right. a very long time at the time. This is like Torchlight one, so this is like yeah. two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and I guess they were just getting anxious. They were like, you know what? We just we'll just go off and make our own Diablo like game, and that that's oh, yeah. what Torchlight. A few people from the original Diablo, and they were, I think it was in development a long time anyway. They were just going to do it, and I think just Diablo three had its own demons that had it literally. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With their development hell, and yeah. so Torchlight too. I think for a lot of fans, this sort of default became a. Uh, surrogate Diablo 3 for people, especially since it didn't... Well, it, it, it strayed differently from Diablo 2, but at the same time, you know, it, it felt more in line with a sequel to Diablo 2 than what Diablo 3 turned out to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Diablo 3 was not well-received at launch with that whole auction house and all that. It improved over time. But yeah, for a while there, uh, if you wanted the true uh successor to diablo 2 it was it was torchlight yeah pretty much and and, and like i said I, I this was kind of the action art this is well you know I, I i'd give away my my ending feelings on this game if i said that but yeah let's move on okay <laughs> trying to get ahead of myself again uh well this is the part where we talk about our our history with the game we've both played it before spoiler yeah. alert um this was my second time playing through it all the way through. That's big for me. I don't usually play games uh, all the way, like more than once. I know that Ryan, you you get right into games and you'll just you'll finish them and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to play the game again uh, with a different character. For me, I'm I'm I played through it the first time as a sorcerer, and then this time I played through it as a sorcerer again <laughs> because I played it on New Game Plus and I wanted to keep my character and just keep going. He was OP as crazy, you know, just knocking things okay. left, right, and center. And I was just having a good time. So it was almost like uh, I, 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 I played the game on its on the toughest difficulty setting because my character was so OP that it, I was still almost like playing. It was like I was playing on uh, easy mode. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And and that's the reason why this time through, I'm like, well, first off, my history of it, I I had the first Torchlight, and I was a huge fan of the first Torchlight game. Yeah, me too. In fact, again, going back to the history of my YouTube channel, the first mm-hmm. Torchlight was one of the first games I did Let's Plays on. Okay. Uh, way, way back when. Never finished it. I never finished one Let's Play on my YouTube channel, ever. Um, but there's a ton of videos I have on there. Um, so I was a really big fan of it as it was. And that is because of, uh, I think, Fate was also a game that was uh, that tor- the original Torchlight was highly uh, that I, I played a lot of before Torchlight. And it was kind of felt like it was a, a, a knockoff of that game in a way. But 
So I got it day one, and I remember uh, me, my cousin, and my friend from work uh, had a LAN party. Literally, they brought their computers to my house, and day one of Torchlight 2, we, we played multiplayer. That's how oh, that's cool. excited we were. Um, and uh, there were there were a couple of hiccups, because the one problem was is you had to have a Runic account to play other than LAN, uh, which was... To this day, I'm not sure if the, that works or not. We didn't try multiplayer. I think we could never coordinate, but you could still do LAN, I think. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that's how hype I was about Torchlight 2. And so, um, so yeah, and my, my first one was uh, the engineer class where you can uh, throw down uh, all these robots to help you and stuff, kind of like a summoner in a way, which is one of my favorite classes. And like I said, I went all the way through to New Game Plus and OP and everything like that. Uh, so this time around, I was like, oh, I looked through. I have a ton of characters already started. And I had a character started in hard mode that was a Berserker. And I never played as the Berserker class. It was literally at the starting town, didn't do nothing with it. So that's what I tried to play with a little bit here. Uh, and I got my butt whooped. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it was a new character. I was yeah. playing hard mode with a character I wasn't familiar with. So I had no idea how to build Right, 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 right. And so... Um, so yeah, so I was I was uh, playing the Berserker class, which was was satisfying because it's it's mostly all it is is a melee class basically. You just put points and beating the crap out of people, you know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, and then uh, a lot of and then a lot, I put a lot of time into the mods, which there's plenty for. This mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the. We got, I got mods on the list as yeah. well, so we'll get into that. So yeah, that's pretty much like I guess. We're both uh, fans of the game, so um, you know not to spoil the end, but uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> think you're going to hear. I do have. I do have some critiques uh, of the game. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into it in a little bit. Um, so yeah, for gameplay, uh, you know, it plays very much like a Diablo game. Um, I think the first game was uh, almost like a Diablo game where you were going down a pit and the levels were randomly generated and you just kept going down and down and down until you fought a demon. And this one, uh, there's a little bit of a, a switch on the story where you are chasing after the sorcerer from the first game, which was one of the characters that you yeah. could play as. And he's he's the main bad guy uh in this game i always kind of like that when they do that little connection and it's just like because that was my main character on the first first torchlight so technically i was playing as the bad guy in the first torchlight who eventually turns into the bad guy all right. kind of make him sympathetic because he was doing experiments to try and cure his disease and the the heart of i can't remember who the main bad guy was in the first torchlight he put it in a staff and it corrupted him. And right, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it, it was supposed to be sympathetic, but pretty much by the end of it, you're just, you know, you're pretty much, <laughs> he's all evil. Yeah. A bunch of evil stuff along the way. So I, yeah. I kind of like that connection to it. It kind of, like, I like it when games do that. Kind of like Borderlands do that. Like, the first Borderland characters are in the second one, but you're not playing as them. They're supporting characters, you know, because you run into the other classes in Torchlight 1 as you progress through Torchlight 2, and now they're kind of NPCs and supporting characters that move the story along, you know. Mm. And I kind of always like that when that ties into it. You're not playing as the same people, but they're still there, and they're moving the story along, and you see how they progress since you played as them in the first game, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Even just to get um, 
cameos and stuff like that. That's always kind of neat from a uh, previous game. Because normally on these kind of games, they don't um, tie into the, the previous game story very well. You know, it does. it's not like, like this was like a real sequel real continuation of the previous story it wasn't like oh this took place 100 years before or 100 years after or, or whatever so it was it was a neat way to to do it um, even though i had like no connection really to the sorcerer character in the first game because i think the first one i played a melee class in, in the first game it's been a long, very long time since i played yeah, the first one too. but because <laughs> pretty much when this game came out it kind of just took over um it was a lot bigger than the first one too. Because yeah. this is one of those games where you, you you keep playing, and as you reach each area, you're just like, oh, okay, and you're like, well, the next area might be the last, and you're just like, oh crap, there's a desert area. Oh crap, there's a winter area. Oh crap, there's, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and so it it definitely adds the hours to it compared to the first one. Yeah. So in this game, you're not you're not going down a dungeon. You're going into different areas and. Uh, basically just if you just go into an area they're all randomly generated with there's some certain set things within them um but if you go in and you clear out the area clear out all the bad guys in the area that usually will level you up still randomly generated yeah it is because we've we played uh, a few levels um like and and there was stuff in different there was stuff in different spots you know it wasn't like totally completely like there is some sort of structure to them But there is stuff in different spots. It's not like you can just draw a map of it. And I can't. I can't remember. I, I felt like like the main overworld might have been that more was set down yeah, and then like the the under the dungeons and other areas were a little more random. Yeah, 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 yeah for know. sure. It's, it's and the wild. towns, of course, they are all laid out the same. You know, stuff like that. So. But yeah, it's more the more the dungeons uh, that you go into. Okay, so we talked a little bit about our characters. Again, I played as a, a sorcerer. It's the same same character. It's uh, it, that I played the first time. I, I dumped everything into uh, fire spells, and I had like these big columns of fire that would just come down and wipe everything out. I love in these kind of games where you have like a, a sort of a ranged attack and. Uh, that you don't have to babysit. Like you don't have to constantly, like you, you're, you got so much going on with moving the character around and staying out of trouble that I like the kind of stuff. Like I would drop those, they were like pillars of fire that would come down out of the sky and I could let the pillars go and find, they would home in on the bad guys and take, take off their uh, energy points or health points. And, uh, yeah, and like that, like that stuff's just the best because you don't, you know, you know, like if you're playing as a, you know, a, someone with a bow and like a range or with a bow and arrow or something yeah, like that, like and you're having to aim. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can just like whoop, let it go and aim. so I love uh, what do they call it? Area of attack, AOR, uh, area of attack, or yeah, or, yeah, basically. I love those and kind of attacks with every character because even with the engineer class, he has like this ground pound which yeah. sends out a ripple, and the ripple will actually go towards. The nearest enemies it's not just randomly go, making the ripples go out yeah. the ripples will go towards what it's supposed to go towards so it's like already uh homing in which some people be like wow well, that's just cheap it's cheap. it's like no it's, it's gonna do damage anyway it's cool that you know it, it makes kind of a mystical thing to it which yeah i mean it, the way i look at it is like I, I they put it in the game there for a reason you know um if you don't want to use those then don't use them 
No, you it, makes, it makes you feel powerful. And that's what I love about this game is there's a real sense of progression. And that's why I wanted to yeah. start on you because you're pretty weak early on, you know, and and even depending on the difficulty, if you're playing on easy difficulty, then you're going to have a pretty good walk. But since I actually started a character on one of the harder difficulties, you're really like, oh, crap. You're like, this was the first time I played this game where I had to retreat like multiple times, you know, because I, Oh yeah. You, you gotta stay, you gotta keep moving. Gotta keep moving to. Especially since I, my main character was uh, in the thick of things character. I didn't really have range attacks. I was a melee, get in the middle, beat the crap out of them. And so yeah. if you get overwhelmed, you gotta be like, okay, I gotta make sure my back isn't blocked so I can get out of here. You know, yeah. with the worker class. Like, he has a couple range attacks, but they're not, like, amazing or anything. He's mostly get in there and beat some people up. Unlike with my engineer class, where he does have melee, but a lot of his melee attacks do wide range damage that hit multiple characters. Or Berserker class, you're hitting an individual character and kind of doing side damage to everyone around you. So, but I like that, because it gives you that progression, and then I, I did find myself getting a little stronger, a little stronger, and uh, it's satisfying. Yeah, you're spot on with that uh, progression thing. I'm trying to look it up quickly now, but I can't find it. Sarah and I were playing. So we did play uh, this game together, most of it. Uh, and we were playing a game before this one. I can't for the life of me remember what it was. But uh, we did not make it that far because uh, it felt like as if we were, um, you know, like we were always stuck. Like we were like, okay, well we got to go grind to get up to the next level and that. And it felt like very, you know, stop and go kind of thing. And then uh, we, we started playing Torchlight 2 again and it was like, level up, level up, level up. All right, stop. Let's put our points here and all that stuff. And it just flowed so much better, you know, and it just playing that game beforehand. I wish I could remember which one it was, but playing that beforehand and then moving to this really made you appreciate uh, how they, uh, uh, you know, how they how they got that uh, pace in this game so well, you know. Um, yeah. The other the other thing too is like uh, was it the, the Greek RPG game, um, Titan Titan Quest. Was it wasn't Titan. Titan Quest. Okay. No, 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 no. We we do we we have played that, but Titan Quest doesn't really the multiplayer in that's not that uh, great. I can't remember what game it was. Um. But uh, so the other thing, too, is uh, in this other game we were playing, we were constantly like inventory full, got to go back and empty out the inventory and then then go back and forth, back and forth. Whereas this game does that awesome thing. I th- I'm sure it was in uh, Torchlight 1 as well, where you have a pet with you and uh, you can your pet will help you fight and all that stuff. You can actually get little boosts for your pet. You can actually get uh, a dog collar and uh, get your pet to do little tricks. But the best they- thing you could do with this pet is you can take stuff in your inventory and give it to your pet. And once you are full or at any time, really uh, you can send your pet over to the shop. You'll lose out on him helping you, but you can, he'll go to the shop and sell everything in his inventory and he'll be gone for about five minutes or whatever. While you can still continue on playing the game. You don't have to go back to the town and all that for you. So if you're running low on health potions or stuff, he will pick those up for you. Yeah. Brilliant. Although, just be careful. I forgot about that, and I put all my fishing, uh, <laughs> my fishing stuff in his inventory just Uh-oh. because. <laughs> no, 
I'm like, oh, cool. I have all these things, and I want to transfer because you can fish in this game, and then you yep. can feed fish to your pet, and they will yep. temporarily transform into whatever the fish will do. Like it will turn into a spider or a monster or something, uh, which is really cool because then you can, you know, uh, so the fishing is actually worth doing. And sometimes you'll get armor too. Uh, and I accidentally forgot that he will sell everything in his inventory. I just thought it was just going to sell his main inventory. Nah, and no. he sold all my fish. <laughs> so I went to transform him into something before a boss fight. I'm like, where are my fish? Uh, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, but that's really, cool. that's really cool. And you can, and you can also teach your pet um, spells. You yep. can give him spells. And he even has some, not a lot of armor, but a few spots for armor. So uh, he can shoot spells and stuff i had i think my uh my one i had could summon skeletons yep yeah <laughs> which is good i had my pet just randomly summoning skeletons for me while we were fighting yeah uh mine was a uh, zombie suit so dude uh, and yep. the great thing about that is that it would uh the the mobs that you had to fight it would distract them they would go fight them instead of you so while my timers were going you know, so I can do my pillars of fire again. I fight them. So yeah, it was yeah, good. Because those zombies, anytime you summon them, they walk so slow. They yeah, they do. Yeah, guys. you, you had to count on the bad guys going yeah. after them instead of them going to the bad guys. But they were still. Um, it's just a great flow to the gameplay. You know, they, like all, all that was is really the well thought out. Really stopped to do anything was to assign your stats, or when you were, yeah, or when you, you make it to town and you start, you know, yeah. looking to see if there's loot yeah. or something. There That's is some, it. but yeah, it's not is, as but as they it as much as you could, where you're yeah. not constantly taking a portal to town, so you can unload everything, and then you had a portal back, and then maybe buy more portal potions, but. But they got they got the pet thing from I think Dungeon Siege because that's where that first showed up with the pet. Oh, okay. They, they were the first one that allowed you to have like a donkey initially, and I don't know if you could send the donkey to town. Yeah, I I, there's know. there's other games that had pets in them, but yeah. I don't I don't know if they had one where you can actually send them back to uh, town town like that. Yeah, the don yeah in Dungeon Siege you couldn't send them to town, but you could have it for extra inventory. And I remember, and this is just a side note in Dungeon Siege you could have like eight people to your group. And I think I had half my group donkeys. <laughs> Just carrying your equipment. I was one of those people who had this weird, at least with dungeon scene, OCD, at least initially where I'd pick up everything. Yeah. Like at least at the start of the game, I'd pick up everything just so I could sell it. So I had have enough money for the rest of the game. Yeah. And so my initial three, four hours of the game was just me picking up everything. And then eventually I'd be like, okay, I don't need to pick up grays anymore. <laughs> right, right. Um, so moving on, uh, graphics. What do you think of the graphics? I enjoy it. I like that style. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess it's a lot of people describe it as very uh, World of Warcraft-ish with the, the design kind of okay. slightly cartoony animated look to it and stuff. But uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it's not like a, a beast to my to your computer when you're yeah. playing it or anything. Um, uh, I, I like the aesthetics. I like, you know, just everything flowed nicely. It, it felt really well animated, you know. And uh, Yeah, I think that's why they went that route, because they wanted to make it, you know, available on as many PCs as possible. So that's a good way of doing it. And you get a, a good-looking game, you know, and the cartoony uh, look of it fits it was fantasy feeling. It yeah. felt 
very fantasy adventure like you know it fits the setting and it fits the the action on on the screen and it stayed true to the first game the first game looked very similar in that sense i'm sure they updated a lot of stuff because you were doing more than just dungeon crawling but uh but every environment you know uh you looked amazing there were a few environments where sometimes they would just there wouldn't be much there it would just be an open area sometimes but everything it looked clean and it looked good yeah yeah the interface is all uh well done i had no problems with that as far as i can remember everything there looks good i do tend to put um and i'm glad that the game gave me the freedom to do this i like i don't like having my quick uh keys on one two three four five i hate i hate having the numbers up there because I find that unnatural to hold my hand on the keyboard like that. I like having them on A, S, D, F, G, like I'm okay. typing, you know? Oh, okay. yeah. and, and a lot of uh, these style of games, these Diablo-like games, will not allow you to do that. They won't allow you to switch over the keys over there. It's a pain in the ass because a lot of times there's other short key commands already assigned to those, so you have to, like, juggle them in and out. But thankfully this I game allowed me to do that. And Q, no, that was just me. I did that because I changed my hotkeys for healing and mana to my Q. And because if I say that, people will be like, "What is he talking about?" Because yeah, those are a different. Yeah, because I changed my keys around, which is nuts. Because I talked to my brother-in-law, and, and I'm just like, "Yeah, hit the Q button." He's like, "Why? What's the?" Q <laughs> yeah. Button? Oh wait, no, I reassigned that button. That's not the right thing. <laughs> I, I've done that to, to Sarah too because she'll ask me like, "Well, how do I do this?" And I'm like, "Well, well just just hit that button." button. Uh, it, it doesn't work. Well, it works for me. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I remapped that. Um. So, so this is something. What was your combo? Because everyone has their combo on their hotkey. You get in a big situation. You start off with this attack. And then you hit that attack. And then you, you know, like, do you have, like, a certain combo you'd go into when you do mobs? Because I'd have my hotkey set up with how I'd hit my combo. I'd hit my one, two, three, four. And then that would just be how I'd do my attack. You'd set it up to how your usual attack pattern would be. Did you have a combo to it, or were you situational? Uh, Situational. Like, for the most part, my go-to was the Pillars of Fire. And then while those were, while that was like, you know, they were doing their thing, um, I did have uh, another one that was, um, like, I'd have to aim it and shoot fireballs. Then I realized there was other area of attack uh, um, that, that I could do as well. Um, so I had another one where it would just, uh, you know, it would just put a, a, a ring of fire around you and expand out. So I started putting all my points into that. And so that I would do that and do the other one. And then I would just stay out of the way, yeah. <laughs> you know, and let them do their, their, yeah. their thing. I remember not so much with my berserker because again, he was mostly a melee class, but with my, my engineer class, I just, I had this combo that I just loved because he could throw out these spider mines. So the first thing, I'd get there, I'd just be standing off, I'd throw out the spider mines, they'd run after the mob, I'd do a charge attack, which I'd run right into the thick of it, do a stomp, which would daze them, then I'd have this other attack that would do an AoE that would just annihilate everyone around me, and then, and it was just this three-hit combo that would just decimate everyone. It was such a satisfying thing. you yeah. just throw out the mines, you'd stun them, you'd hit them again, you'd just... And you just you'd come out of it. You're like, yeah, now I'm a badass. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was my usual good thing. Up, oh, that's my text. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, I just I put down audio here. There, were, I don't like the audio is good. It's all competent and all and all that. Um, there isn't really too much that stood out. I did. 
I believe I turned off the music, which I usually do in these kind of games because I find it distracting. I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people, but the only audio that really stood out to me was the the announcer guy when you'd send his your dog out. You'd say your dog has departed, or your pet has departed. Your pet has returned. <laughs> um, I liked the music. I, I think you should have kept it on. I'd like even when I was it's listening. Just, it's to too distracting for me. It, it could be the greatest pieces of music ever. It's, it's not overpowering in this. It's actually quite calming. Like, like the main title screen music is a good example of what the music yeah. is. It yeah. doesn't get too over ramped. It doesn't. It's actually fairly relaxing music. And yeah, it'll get exciting during battles. And stuff, yeah, I don't but, like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't need that extra. I'm already fighting the boss. I don't need like. I don't need all that stuff. Just let well, me play I, the game. I like the music, and I, I think it's, it's worth at least keeping at twenty percent volume or nope. ten. Off. Yeah, no. Off. I play the games the way I want to play it. You play the games you wear. <laughs> and I turn it off. I don't have an opinion on music then. Jeez. <laughs> well, I like rock and roll. Like that's my thing. You know, when I'm okay. listening to music, but I I do. Like I game rock and roll soundtrack. You'd be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. You know. <laughs> I, I just get to, I, it's just too much. I just get distracted. I don't. Um, I, I don't as for as for sound effects, it was. I don't know. It was fine. It was, it was a pretty confident. generic fair. It was a yeah. fantasy game. You heard. I mean, the only thing that was based in the real world is if you used like a gun or something with your character in the archer class. Otherwise, yeah. it's all just twangs and right. You know, voice you acting know, was all. Yeah, voice acting voice was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The monsters didn't really even make that much noise either in the game for the most part it was just hordes of monsters and you move on so you know not spectacular but i got the job done you know and like i said i like the music so <laughs> okay so uh next up is multiplayer now this is where i'm going to have a little bit of a, a criticism for it and it's not yeah it is a little bit of, of, the, of the game's fault it, it this this is so i played this game i played most of the game with with sarah and uh my wife sarah and she wasn't i wasn't really paying attention to what she was doing and uh my character was like op as crazy so i was doing all the heavy lifting throughout the game and while she was playing she was like she would find something she's like oh this is a really good weapon uh so i'm going to put all my points into you know sword and then she'd find a staff oh I, this is a really good staff i'm gonna put all my points in here and i'm gonna put so at the <laughs> By the the you know, I, I we were far very far in the game. We were in the witch's bog. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know if you remember that one. So we're like, we maybe got like two or three more yeah. levels. Sorry, like the atmosphere in that level. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good atmosphere. But we're we're fairly close to the game. We got probably maybe two or three more bosses to fight. Um, but I get uh, so we get into that area and um, I get into the fight with with the witch. We, we both go in there and fight the witch, and she dies so while she while she died and she's you know she warps back to the uh, beginning of the level because she wanted to save her gold which i mean you end up with so much gold in this game that you, you might as well have just spent the money to warp right back to where we were um but uh i i ended up beating the witch she's running back towards me uh, i i pressed a little bit too far i went a little bit too far and i was out of the witch's area no problem We'll go back and we'll fight the witch again, and then she'll get her because she couldn't progress in the game right until this witch was beaten. I could, but she couldn't. No problem. We'll go in there and we'll beat it together. So we try to go back. She can go in there. I can't. 
because mm. I've already beaten the witch. We can't. I can't go in there. So now she's got to take care of the switch on her own. Now because she spread all of her points out, yeah, all evenly, her character just cannot. I tried. She tried. We tried for like a couple hours trying to beat this witch, and the so the only way that she could beat it with this character is go back, start grinding up on one specific thing and, and go in there. And she just wasn't having it. Like Sarah was like, okay, I'm done with this game. Like this, this, this sucks. Like, and it, and it was, and play a lot of action RPGs or no en- enough, but like, you know, she plays them once in a while and she can't remember like what the heck did she did the last time or whatever. And it was just, it was a little thing that she forgot to do, but this game does not allow you to restart your character like other games do. You can go back a few, like I think it was like three or four levels and get your, get some, some points back. So you can put some, like move some stuff around, but not a lot. And there really should have been an option because she had so much money to just to pay in the game or whatever to restart her character and, you know, to put all of her points into one or two things uh, so she can get through there skills but you can't respect your um you know your strength stamina blah 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 blah, right only only like the last three or four yeah because i could have sworn you could respect all of your skills if you really wanted to you just know nope. a lot i could have no nope. nope i just never did it that's why i don't remember i just true go ahead and try it we we looked at everything we could that's not we, i never really messed with i might have back in the day but i didn't mess with it this time because it no. just didn't and we it. like we looked it up online and other people were complaining about the same thing that you can only go back that would be annoying like i said I, I played multiplayer a lot back in the day i just didn't get to this time so I mean, the one thing was is like i did have a friend who you know like he when he dives into a game he does and like within two days he had he beat new game plus and he had an op character he's like let's play multiplayer and so he was way ahead of where i was and stuff yeah. and i Still trying to run through on my own he's like oh jump in i'll host it but of course when he hosts it you go to where he is right and of course the whole point of it is like they do kind of level do they level down for you hmm or do you ha- i can't remember that can't remember no that. i like the, the like no it, it doesn't because yeah. Where, where she was in the game, like she would have never made it that far with that character without me helping her, right? I think, yeah, that was one of my, my problems was is if you get into a match, you'd have to make sure. And I think I told them next time, just like, do you have a weaker character <laughs> so we can play multiplayer together? Because he just wanted to show off how OP his character was. But my yeah. character was like 10 levels, 20 levels below him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it kind of and great. I was leveling up substantially, but I literally was just following him around while he killed everybody. And you know, uh, and the fact that you don't have to share loot—that's kind of nice. Everyone gets their own loot. Yeah, that's, that is. So if you do do multiplayer, highly suggest make sure everyone's the same level at least, so you can enjoy it uh, quite well. At least that's my experience. If I can remember, I, I wasn't yeah. able to unfortunately get into multiplayer, but, but yeah. wow. It was just really disappointing to see this game do so much right. And then when it came to this, it'd be like, okay, no problem. We'll just go find where you go to reset all of your skill points. And you couldn't do it. And I was like, that come on. Someone probably made a mod for it. That's all I'm saying. But Well, here's the thing with the mods. And uh, that's the next thing. So let's talk about the mods. Every time we would mess around with the mods, it would say, hey, 
you can't okay, do you can do you can do this but you're gonna lose all of your your progress or and it was just like what's the point like we're gonna restart the game all like we're we're fairly close to the end of the game oh, okay so you, were you know like we were at the witch's bog which is like there's only so we would have to restart the game all the way to start if we put any sort of mod in there that would allow you to do that yeah. and when we started um you know, we debated on whether or not to play with mods, and we decided not to play with mods this time um, because of that. Because I had a character, and I wanted to play New Game Plus, and yeah, sucked. Okay. Yeah. But not here, no there. The mods are pretty fun if you just want to mess around because it does everything from you can do everything from making it substantially. I remember I had these two mods installed with my character, which installed tons of new classes like tons of new classes tons of new spells trees everything else and then it it didn't double it like quadrupled the amount of enemies <laughs> on the map at the same time yeah so literally you would get to a screen of bad guys and it would probably take you five minutes to get to get through a battle because you just get a constant swarm of it. Uh, but what would make it fun is if you put one of those OP mods with it that gave you like insane spells and everything else, you were just sitting there just ripping through them. So yeah, yeah. It, it kind of balanced it out. So there were those, and there were other ones that tried to balance it out and make, you know, new classes that weren't completely OP or uh, I knew there were some completely like total conversion maps that people were making. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me and stuff like that so that was always fun and uh, it did have its mod loader and you could set what the priority was if you wanted to use this or turn this on or turn that off so that was kind of cool instead of it just you know loading it all willy-nilly and hoping it would work a lot of times it would tell you if there was going to be a conflict or something mm -hmm. like that so yeah that's what i always kind of liked about it i didn't dive too much into it this time around with the mods because i wanted to get the op uh, the og experience with it but uh but that but earlier on i just download every mod possible for it and mess around with it yeah i i i didn't uh use them too much this time around but in the past i have and it was mostly just um little um what do they call it um improvement like just little improvements what do they call that the uh, quality of life really? changes like uh you know just simple things like instead of you had a limit to the amount of potions you could put into one slot. I just make it unlimited kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. you could just have your potions just taking up one slot yeah. instead of a bunch. So just little things like that. Um, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy because I, I really don't, I, like I said, I don't play the, like I find a lot of mods are for people who played the game so much, you know, you played through it 20 times that you're looking for, something else you know you're looking for another challenge or just something else to mess around with with the game so now you can do this now you can do that so no not necessarily no I, like I, I like if i only play a game once oh yeah you know like I, I i want the original experience i don't want it tainted with with mods unless it's like you know just like the it, it can't play the game in 4k so i want to see it in 4k or whatever you know Oh, I still yeah. want that vanilla experience. The at least the first time I play it. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm just one of those people that I'll just mess around with mods just to see what kind of goofy stuff will happen in a game anyway. Uh, I'm one of those people. I bought uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, San, not San Andreas, uh, Vice City for the PC, and I never played through the original game. I just download mods for it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually played the OG uh, Grand Theft Auto on my PC because there were so many awesome mods for it instead. So, right, you know, right. But, you know. To each their own, but in this yeah, case, yeah. Yeah, I do suggest playing through it uh, vanilla before diving too deeply into mods. And of course, when you do do that, it, it kind of forces you to start a new character anyway. So you know. Yep. Uh, so that yeah, that was unfortunate with the mods too. That it wouldn't let you just use the character that you already had. You know, to because that would have been really nice if she could if we could just download a mod and then she can fix her character. Yeah get through that area but so uh what do you think of yeah what do you think of the monsters what do you think of the progression when it, it, it came to those so did you enjoy the bosses do you think they were original enough did you did you have a favorite boss or anything like that or uh or, or monster for that matter in it did, were they memorable kind of like when playing diablo and, and and reaching those kind of things or or do you think they were just kind of throwaway in a sense I wouldn't say throw away. They were they were fine. Like they, nothing really stood out to me. Like I can't. I'm trying to think of like a, a an attack or not. One of them was like annoying or anything like that. They did seem a little generic. You know, like everything. Like you know, you got your skeleton and your uh, yeah. Like it was, it was all typical stuff. But they were fun and they the genie where the genie was kind of the boss or was kind of like a genie. Yeah. Boss. Uh, yeah, I don't know, for some reason that one always stood out to me. I enjoyed that one. I don't know why. It was a hard one too. Yeah, but, you know. um, but I did find like you know every area kind of had its own flavor. You were never in an area too long. You know, like it, it, it wouldn't uh, you wouldn't feel like as if you overstayed your welcome. When you got into a new area, you were fighting new enemies and stuff. So yeah, it was all it was all good. You know, like the gameplay was good. The the action was good. So I didn't really yeah. I don't really dwell on it too much, I guess. Yeah, I enjoy it. I, I especially, you know, and, and there's plenty of side quests. I mean, you could plow through it without it and stuff, but there's plenty of side quests littered around, fetch quests. I still haven't found all the robot parts to this day. Oh, I did. I didn't. I, oh. I, I didn't the first time, but I did the. I did this time. This time I, I didn't get quite all the way through with my characters, so no, but the first I, I still have to find one more piece with my OG character or something like that. Yeah, there's there's one in a really tricky spot. I did have to look it up online to get the, the last one. It was in a spot that you wouldn't think it would be. But uh I did I did get them all and uh and did that whole side quest. i I did find the side quest worth doing. Yeah. And um, you know, if you want to keep your character uh leveled you know, uh, high enough as to, yeah. to get through. Cause I, I don't think they do scale. Like it, it, they didn't seem to scale to me. Here's the thing. And this was my, this is to talk about pet peeves a little. I, 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 I like, I like this game a lot. It's one of my favorite, uh, action RPGs all the time, but I, I am critical. Um, I don't like the fact that at least on the main map that you're walking around, monsters don't respawn. Like if you reload or something like that, if you do a side quest and go into one of those side dungeons, the monsters will respawn after a time. Yeah. So if you do want to grind, if you do want to level up, because in the harder difficulties, 
like the one that I found, I found, oh, God, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to grind a little. The only way to do it is you got to just keep going through some of those side quests over and over again where the monsters do respond, but they don't, you know, that the levels stay the same. So, you know, they'll eventually get easier and easier. So that's always kind of been my pet peeve is when the monsters on the overworld don't respond. Mm. I, I, I kind of like that because I, I know. I, there was a lot of exploration, you know, so you're I, running back I, and forth. Yeah, you're running back and forth, and if you had to fight them every time, it would have it gotten really tiring. Yeah, I I see that, and I see why they did that compromise because I know when it comes to some people with RPGs, they like the idea of the monsters responding so they can use it for grinding, use it for leveling up. So that's why they made it so, like the side missions or the dungeons, the monsters will respond. You just go back there. Yeah. But but that I don't know. That was always kind of my little pet peeve. There was another game that did that too, but. but yeah, so kind of my only real pet peeve with that uh, aspect. Uh, other than that, I don't know. There's, there's not really much. Do you have any other peeves beside multiplayer about this? Anything that irritates you while playing? No, that that was really it. That was the big one because it just sucked that we couldn't finish the game. Sarah still hasn't uh, finished the game, oh, which no. is unfortunate. She'll probably go back to it and play it again at some point some point like just start fresh and i you know make sure that she i I fell into that trap so many times early on when i started playing action rpgs is i would get this severe anxiety with how i was leveling up my character i would never to this day i still kind of do especially oh yeah me too i don't know i'm just like am i putting points in the right thing totally I, and I'll I'll even go online sometimes and just make sure that am I doing this right, you know, kind of thing. Just see what other people say. And, of course, every time you go check online to say, where should I put my points? How should I do it? They should, they'll always say they'll always say the exact same thing. It's, well, it's whatever you want to do. It's an RPG. Do whatever you want. You should play the game. In front. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> just tell me, like, just give me some direction because I want to make sure that, you know, I, and – a lot, a lot of the better games will give you a better description of what you're doing, like how you're. And this game does do that uh, fairly well. Like the descriptions for everything was right there in the game, so you could kind of tell if you were doing an area attack or or something like that. Or like I love passive, anything that's passive, I love that because again, it's not something I have to babysit. You know, it's just like you put the points in this. You don't have to worry. The game's going to do it for you. Excellent. Anything that's passive, I am for it. Active, I don't need anything more to do. <laughs> I, don't want to, I just wanted to play itself. Why do I have to put my hands on these keyboards? Well, if you're, if you're going to give me the option between two pat pat like an active and a passive, or two active things, like I got to do two things, or I could just concentrate on one thing and let the game take care of something else, I'm going to do that every single time. And and, and the kind of cool thing about this is, um, and I know some. Uh, games like Diablo, like weapons are set to certain classes. But if you want to be a mage that uses a crossbow yeah. or a camera, you can do that in this game. You know, yeah. you can level it up that way. Uh, it might misbalance you in the magic department, but you know, you, you could take a berserker and make him a range class, for crying out loud, if you really want to. And so that's kind of cool. It's just knowing what to put the points into and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 that's, and that was another thing, like, um, later on, like, the later you get into the game, 
the requirements for weapons and armors get a little higher. Like you need not only strength, yeah, you need this much dexterity or, or and this. And so sometimes you'll just like, oh, I have tons of strength, but no, I don't have any of this, you know. Yeah. And that's where it would always get me is like, was I supposed to be leveling it up all along? Now I can't use this hammer. That's an awesome hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I will say that that is one thing. And this is kind of the, the thing with pretty much every loot game. It's not just exclusive to Torchlight 2 is that uh, it felt like as if like it was okay. It was a little better in this game, but it still felt a little bit like a lot of the loot I was getting was just trash. It was just junk. It was nothing, not enough of it was useful. You know, and if you wanted to find, I remember trying to find like a complete set of something because that was one of the achievements to find a complete set. And I never did because I did that once when I first played the game. Yeah. But the problem was, is the complete set was never any good to to wear. Like Like by the time you do all the grinding to get the complete set, it's a useless complete set. And you always had the most mis- mismatched armor on too. Yeah, like you had this really cool helmet, but then you'd have like this cloth armor. Right. And then, like, yeah. The sleeves would be like something, and you just look like a mess. And that always kind of ticked me off. Uh, that's why I like like they started putting in some of the more modern games. Like you could have how you aesthetically look versus what your armor is. Right. I always I like that. Like I think Terraria does that where. Uh, I know it's apples to oranges between that, but you can have, if you like a certain armor, you can put that as how you look versus what you're wearing. Yeah. And you can even on some games, I I think a lot of games now, you can change the color of it. So at least your color scheme is all of it. If you care, I never really care about that stuff. The characters are so small on the screen. I just don't. And whatever it's like you you find a new weapon or armor sometimes and you look at the stats, you're like, good Lord, this will be great. But and then you compare it to what you're using, and you're looking at the stats of what you're using. You're like, and that always confused me. And I never got like the DPS thing versus whatever. And oh stuff. yeah, no, and, me and you equip it, and then it's like, why is this so much worse? By all extensive purposes, all these numbers are saying I sh- this should be so much better. Yeah, but that's where the gem system comes in. Which yeah, thinking you can put gems and uh, sockets on your armor and your weapons. So you can have a complete trash weapon. But if you take the time to put powerful gems in it, you can make that thing as OP as ever. And so, yeah, you might get this really awesome weapon from a boss, but you're never going to want to use it. And so you're going to be going through the game with the same weapon practically until you find another one that you can. And that's another cool thing is you can take the, and I'd always destroy the weapon and keep the gems. And so you can re-socket them. So that's kind of a cool aspect yep. to it. And yep. you can just, all you're just doing is completely leveling up piece of trash weapons to make them as OP as ever, basically. But I like the gem system. I really do. The, the, the socket well, system, as they call it. That's a carryover from Diablo as well, right? Isn't, isn't I, there gems in Diablo? Diablo right. I, I know that there's Diablo. gems in a bunch of games. <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's in Diablo too. I know there's enchantment in other games, which enchantment is another thing in this one too, where you can yep. actually... They just threw everything into this game. They have gems, enchantment. <laughs> yeah, and it, it all works yeah. uh, pretty well. Yeah, and if you, yeah, if you're right, if you do the, there's some, uh, you know, uh, armor and weapons that will have multiple uh, slots as well. So if you find something like it might be a crappy weapon, but if it has four slots in it, you, you can, can put four it. gems in it and make yourself a, a decent staff or whatever. That did poison, fire, and ice damage. Yeah. See, I, I. Concentrated everything on on fire 
So if it gave me a fire boost because of my pillars of uh, fire. Uh, and fire elementals. What happens then? They're immune. Yeah, to you, you know what? I didn't really run into that many. And I did have I did have an ice spell as a backup in case I did run into that. Because I have run into that in other games. I don't believe I ran into that one no. in this game. And if it there was some that said that they were immune, but my my pillars of death were just way too powerful. Even if they were immune to it, it they'd get wiped out anyways. Oh yeah. And um, oh, maybe lose my train of thought. I was going to say something else. Oh damn! Sorry. Oh well. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, um, darn. No. I can't remember. It was a good point too. Let me tell you. I, it would have changed the course of this entire podcast. It, would, it was going to tie it all in tie together. Um, how all the systems work together. Uh, how they, yeah, no. How they, no, I don't know. I can't remember now. Darn it. Oh, uh, and you can upgrade. I, maybe that's what it was. You can upgrade the gems as well, too. You can, you can you sock know, them together. Sock yeah. them together. Yeah. Three of the same kind and put it together. That, that oh, I remember the other thing too. It was fire and regenerating health. I love regenerating health. That's my very favorite thing. Yeah, uh, it's like the the faster the health bar I, goes up, I kept the less armor just because I had regenerative health. Yep, armor. yep, me too. Because yeah. it's it's more handy, you know. <laughs> or or leech or something like that, because you could add leech to a weapon. So while you're attacking, you're getting health back. Yeah. So and that was always helpful. It's like not only am I hurting you, I'm getting healthier. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we're uh, coming up to the final thoughts. Um, well, I, I get, we're both fans of the game. I, I don't know. It's even a dumb question. Like, would you recommend other people play this game? Of course. Of course. It's uh, if especially if you're a fan of action RPGs. If this is if you are a fan of action RPGs, this already probably should have been on your radar. Yeah. Probably what are you are. doing listening to a podcast on first like you if you're not a fan? <laughs> uh, I would suggest, you know, skip the new one, skip three, because that, I don't know what they're doing with that. There's uh, some issues with three, yeah, apparently. You, the first Torchlight comes out, get that on sale, but definitely get Torchlight 2. Torchlight 1, you know, it's a nice throwback, but Torchlight 2, if you got to, it, it's a must-have. I you just... I don't know. You can get it on GOG. You can get it on Steam. You can get it on a potato. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty much everywhere. Even I don't. On, you know. I, I got to say that the only thing I don't know how the I, I know that there's mixed reviews for some of the console ports. Yeah, I don't know about those. I don't know either. This is the PC uh, podcast. Action <laughs> RPGs were meant to be played on a PC. I haven't. I I agreed. I I have heard good things about Diablo three. Like some people say, like the what they did to Diablo three uh, for the consoles is really good. And I know people have gotten addicted to them and love those games on the consoles. I haven't played them myself. I am a mouse and keyboard guy when it comes to those kind of games. Um, Leave your comments down below or over there or sure. wherever. Um, if you've played but, it on the console. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, w- I would say you can get, you can get Torchlight one and two very cheap on, on a sale. I think it is the, um, some of the best ARPGs that you can, you can get. I think yeah. they're great for beginners. They're very approachable for beginners. If you've never played an action RPG, this is a great one to start with. It, especially since you can send your, your inventory isn't always encumbering you and you can send your pet and stuff. It has great, it just has great flow. Like it, it'll just, it's such a great flow to it that it, it I, I just I would, can I imagine. You can't 
screw up, but well, you can. into that, but you know, just as have fun. Yeah, as long as you find just find some. Like, keep in mind, like if you got a character that's a mage, like don't be picking up hammers and stuff like that. Like, unless you know what you're doing, just stick to the mage stuff, and you know, stick to. If you concentrate on just a couple of things and up in those powers, you'll always be an, uh, powerful enough to take on all the enemies. If you start spreading stuff out, and that, this is pretty much with any RPG, if you start spreading stuff out too thin, then yeah. you'll you'll just you'll be too weak. You won't be able to keep don't up. A character because you got a shiny new weapon that you're you're not. Yeah, up. that's it's not it's not good. It has nothing to do with your character class. Yeah. Later on, once you play through it and you get the familiar of it, then you can experiment. Then you can make a a melee mage class, you know, go for it then. Sure. Uh, yeah. You can always challenge yourself that way. But uh, when playing any of these games, you want to con- you want to start off at the beginning and concentrate on, on that one thing. User friendly, all that good stuff. And I, you know, like I said, you can always get a buddy to play with, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. So yeah. A 10 out of 10 best action RPG ever. Diablo killer confirmed. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's Diablo killer. I mean, Diablo came back uh, pretty strong. And I got to say, when it comes to the multiplayer, uh, Diablo still has the edge over Torchlight 2. You can reset your character. <laughs> Diablo 2. Sarah and I did play Diablo 3 all the way through. This 2 and 3 all the way through without any issues. Fun fact, and this is probably a story I could probably save for when we do do Diablo 2, but screw it. I don't give a flying. Anyway, uh, the first action time I ever played an action RPG was at a LAN party and we were playing first person shooters and somebody booted up Diablo two. And that was my first experience ever playing an action RPG. It was way back in those days where you're lugging your computers. We had like six people <laughs> in a house playing all hours of the night. And that was the first time I ever played an action RPG it was Diablo two. And I hated it. <laughs> I didn't like it uh, at the time, but that was a way, way long ago, back when life was simpler. Back for me, mine, mine was Knox. Knox. Knox was my first one. Oh, God, that's such a... That is that, good. Oh, we should play that at some point. It is a good game, especially yeah. the cheat codes. I love the cheat codes in that one. Anyways, <laughs> I, I would give Torchlight 2 a 9 out of 10. It just loses a point for that one one thing. Yeah. We couldn't finish the game, but uh, it, uh, everything else is great. It's, it's a good game. Good times. Okay. Great. That's it. We finally got, we finally did it. We talked about Torchlight yeah. 2. I wish we w- would have had someone else on that could have countered any of this. I, the, apparently, he had some issues. Some issues, yes. Some work issues. He's but not we'll here, give, so. We'll give him hell about it next time. <laughs> yeah, I get hell anytime I miss one. So well, yeah. Honestly, honestly, I, I, I would have liked to hear her Josh's opinion because maybe he would bring up things that we didn't just well, yeah. have thought of, you know? He mentioned he had a harder time getting into it, so. Well, uh, I th- honestly, and, and I know he might be listening, but honestly, I, I think he might have that PS5 fever. He yeah, got himself he a PS5. Holidays. And so. that's got to be a big distraction when you're like, play this PC game and you got this brand new PS5 there oh, no. with that awesome. going to have 30- to get a substitute till the PS5 fever wears off. We you, know, third. you know, the, the, the PS5 with its awesome 30 frames per second and that whole whopping, what is it, 720p that comes out of that thing? You know, hey, you know, 
as a birthday gift to myself, I in, installed 16 gigs of RAM instead of the eight in my computer. Oh, nice. Very good. Believe it or not, it actually made a difference. Thanks, thanks to you, actually. I after you made a comment, I'm just like, yeah, I never looked at that. I should do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sixteen gigs is is the way to go. So that improved things. What about uh, graphics card? You still looking at uh, get, getting well, a graphics card? Um, I I don't have the go ahead for it. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. Uh, I I do have a, a friend who still hasn't gotten me a birthday present. I I might mm. convince him to to get me one because. Uh, you know, but I, I feel bad kind of doing that. I feel manipulative. When yeah, I, you're fine. You're just, getting what you want. <laughs> you know, oh, could you buy me this $200 uh, video card <laughs> out of your own money for my birthday? We've only known each other for what, you know, 30 years? Come on. Yeah, come on. That's and, good. So I don't know. So I'm, I'm still looking into it. But, oh. Cool. Well, it's good that the, that the extra RAM has helped you out. A little bit. Still, still got to run everything on low quality, but at least they run a little better, you know. Well, uh, one game I think you can run on high quality is next month's game, yeah. Screamer Two. Is that was was that the like the main racing game we're supposed to be playing, Screamer Two? Screamer Two. Right. You just have racing games. I think it was Screamer Two, which you can get on. I'm pretty sure GOG. I Absolutely, you can. Yeah, you can. Um, you found? Did you find a mod to? Increase the resolution or yes. something? You did. And uh, give give you like uh, gamepad support and all that. I put it in the Discord. It, it's it's still it's in the uh, game of the month section in our Discord. So okay. maybe maybe repost it just because it's I crazy. don't think it's that far back in the, it's not. I, I, I logged in the other day just to post that there was a, a free game and I'm just like, man, I haven't talked on here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Conversations. I am so bad at that. It uh, is not that far back in the conversation. Uh, plus, also, uh, a game of your choosing is part of it. So, Screamer Two is kind of the official game. If if you don't feel like it, just play play a racing game, play along. Yeah, I think Josh is playing Trackmania Two, and it's unfortunate he's not here again because I have some questions for him. Because I tried playing Trackmania Two, and I can't figure out where the racing game is. Uh, Trackmania Nations Forever is also free, and you can get that on Steam. I know the one is on Epic that's apparently free, but the Trackmania Nations Forever, that one is free on Steam. It's a little older, and uh, yeah. Uh, the, the other game I'm going to play might might shock you people, or maybe not, If, uh, but... We, we will see <laughs> if you can even call it a racing. Game. Oh, you can you can announce it now. You can say it I now. Can announce it. No, because sure. I, I was going to try to find this super serial game, uh, okay. game, and then right. my son keeps wanting me to play this game called Toy Box Turbos. Oh, I've played that, and it's kind of like Matchbox Racing, where you're playing as toy cars. Yeah. all the tracks are these giant, you know, tables and yeah, and this. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like those kind like the that's like play that remi- turbos. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that reminds me of uh what the heck was the name of that game? Uh uh Revolt. Yeah, where, Revolt where, yeah you know. Yeah. Revolt's a good game. Yeah. Oh well Revolt is good. It, like the first few I tracks remember, are good, and then there's a bit of a, a okay. spike in that game. Well, I'm I'm going off nostalgia here because I haven't played it in a while. I don't even know if you can get that anymore though. Yep. Oh yeah, it's on GOG it's for on- sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, because that's another one. Uh, another one I want to suggest to people: uh, check out Horizon Chase Turbo. That's a kind of a oh, that game is so good. 
that's a that's very good game as well. Excellent game. Really, really fun. Yeah. So those are kind of my recommendations. But Toy Box Turbo is a fun little arcadey one to play with your kids. So, you know, if you have kids, definitely. Uh, that one out. Well, I uh, I've been playing uh, Forza Horizon Four, okay, which is uh, good times. So I I just went in there and cleaned up some uh, achievements that I didn't have. Uh, it was winter season again, so I I got some achievements that you can only get in the winter time. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of that and Forza Seven as oh. well. Okay, so we'll we'll be talking more in depth about that next month. Oh, yeah. I I so wish the old Need for Speeds were. Um, Me too. Instead of the brand new ones that I, I don't have any interest in. I do have, like, I got uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2 working on my PC, but I had to jump through some hoops to get it running, and I don't know if other people would be willing to do oh, that. Uh, so, Microsoft Midtown Madness, I have that up here. Uh, oh, that's a good one, too. But again, you can't find it anywhere. No. Why? I, think I, I think I have that game. I think I so. Have. I, I thought I had Need for Speed up here with this. I thought I had Need for Speed 3 up here. I, guess I got that one. Yeah. yeah. Probably in my other CDs. We still got to do like a, a CD episode where we're just showing all our old CDs. Oh, yeah. Remember when we could play this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just found a, a bunch of them in a bag, in a, a, in a bag in a box. I opened it up, and I'm like, oh, that's where all these went. And <laughs> that was good. Oh, awesome. Oh, well. Okay, well, I think... That is our show. That is our episode. There we go. I hope you enjoyed it. It took us forever to get here, but we did finally get here. Go play some racing games. It yeah. is now 2021, a new beginning. Yes. A new season. Well, not season. A new start for our podcast. Our season doesn't start till. Doesn't start till April, but still, we're doing the. We're doing that. We're, we're turning the page we're on the, the on the two month thing. Yeah, yeah. Going for the month thing. So now there you go. And we got and I like our lineup. We're doing the mods, so we'll be able to talk about mods. Then we got Shadow Warrior, and then we got Crystal Kings. OG, or we're just gonna say play either the OG or the new one with that one. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think both games are like they're. I think they're eight-hour games, so I think you could play them both if you want. I guess we would go with the original, right? Like we got to start with the original with the, I mean, do, can you believe Duke Nukem was uh, on the, I think it came out on the 29th. I think it came out yesterday uh, in 1996. So it's it, Duke Nukem 3D. Technically old enough to be able to play that game. It is uh, 25 years old now. I know. Years old. God. It's wild. Fart. Wow. Oh, it's a quarter of a century old. Still one of the best first-person shooters ever made. I agree. Some other people say it's not My, necessary to play it, but um, not us. You know. I think it's great. Know. Okay. Oh, That's yeah. it, everybody. Thanks for uh, watching and uh, listening. And Discord and all that good stuff. Yes. Go check that all out. Links should be in the description below. I hope. Maybe. Hopefully. Somewhere. Yeah. Whoever uploads this usually does that. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> not me either. I, I I guess I'll be editing this and then handing it off to Josh, and hopefully hopefully he'll pass it on. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. Okay. Bonk. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>